Mafia, it's me, it's me, it's ABC. Coming at you, this is going to be recorded from my studio here in Ken. Welcome to the ABC podcast, where I take modern, modern dating and disembowel it for your entertainment. There will be no phone calls, and the reason why there will be no phone calls is because Blog Talk Radio is on one right now. And I don't know what their problem is lately, but for the past few days, they've been having real issues, and honestly, this is no way to keep paying customers. I'm just going to put it, that's just the lightest way I'm going to put it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a recording just like I used to do back in the day before I had Blog Talk Radio. I'm just going to do a recording, and then I'm going to posthumously upload this recording to the Blog Talk Radio and to the and to my mm-hmm. SoundCloud, and we're just going to roll it that way. The, the um, what was I going to say? My train of thought derailed. Forget about it. It's just frustrating when you go through these things because, again, Paying customer, you figure with as much money as Block Talk Radio makes off of all their, well, again, I get it. Most of the people on Block Talk Radio don't pay. And I think what they need to do is start charging a base fee for the people who don't feel like paying, who like to only do like 15-minute, half-hour shows or whatever. Um, that's probably how you're going to generate more generate more revenue so you can do things, so you can have capital to do things like chase the bugs out of the system whenever they pop up and not take like four or five days. But that's just me. I'm not a business major. I don't, you know, I, whatever, I don't do that. I'm in, I'm in manufacturing. So don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's not like I've invested my money in any, in any, companies or anything like that or i don't do board meetings or i don't do any of that stuff you know like literally i do but what else anyway welcome to the abc podcast will be no phone calls what i want to talk about today is i want to talk about because there's this raging debate right let me get my thoughts about me because again frustration kind of frustration kind of takes it out but there's been a raging debate, and this raging debate is well. There's not even a debate. Let me back up. Let me let me put this in this proper context. So, if you go to whatever podcast, if you go to the Fresh and Fit podcast, or you go to any of their acolytes, right, who has content somewhere on the interwebs, what you're going to hear is this, and this is what, where this show come. This is where this show came from. What you're going to hear is this. You're going to hear. That women everywhere, based on statistics they took from from different dating sites, dating apps, and other things, right? And their statistic is this. They say 80% of women uh, swipe right on the top 20% of men. Now, whether that's physical or financial, whatever, that's, that's to be determined. Thinking both, but it is what it is. My question, though, is, is that true? Now, what they want, what people like, Fresh and Fit and whatever, and again, these are shows that I watch, these are shows that I'm, fan, that I'm fans of, but they say a lot of things that I'm widely, that I kind of widely disagree with, and then they say some things that I just want to, that I want to go back and I want to dig a little deeper, because I do believe that for everything they say, there's a whole lot more under the surface that I don't know if they're touching. The last thing about um, body count was one of them. That, that was my last show. That was yesterday's show. And that's where that show came from because they kept saying low body count, low body count, low body count, and they couldn't really articulate the real reason why men prefer low body count. 
And they say it's a thing of like purity and they don't want a whole lot of baggage. Men don't want a whole lot of baggage. But I broke it down medically and I, and I explained how a high body count actually affects your beauty. Okay. I, I did that. So if you missed that, go to yesterday's show. I did that. Today's show is going to be, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try to put something to bed. And what I'm going to try to put to bed is this. Do women like sad bods? Okay. Fit bods. They like men that they go to the gym and they have sculpted abs and arms and broad shoulders and narrow waist and flat abs, flat abs with six pack. Do they like that? Do they like, like the guy on the pick? Well, you're not on block talk radio right now. And that's kind of a thing, but I, Uploaded a picture to my blog talk radio as kind of the backdrop of it. And it was, it was that guy, but there's another guy there. And if you go to my blog talk radio, you'll see it. Cause I said this versus that. Me, I don't have that fit bot. I'll never have that fit bot. I haven't had a fit bot since I say AIT. And the reason why I say I've had a fit bot since AIT was because in AIT, I weighed 100. I was five, five, 11, no, five, 11 and a half. I went on six feet. I'm six feet. I grew an extra, grew an extra little bit since I was in the military. But yeah, I was five, 11 and a half, about six feet. I weighed about 170 pounds. So, you know, I was, I was banging and banging in the gym through basic. It, well, not through basic. They wouldn't let you do it, but like through AIT and stuff. Um, you know, you do that extra, you do that extra little bit of work to do through pass your PT tests and stuff. And that's what you did. So I had a, I had a pretty fit bud when I was, but I got to Fort Bragg, what used to be Fort, it used to be called Fort Bragg. I forgot what they call it now. Some stupid, but what, well, you, I got to what used to be called Fort Bragg. And when I was in that school, the Grady one Charlie school, our barracks were right in front of the barracks for the special forces. I used to work out with those guys. Those are some of the strongest men, like, forget strongman competitions, right? Strongman competitions are what they are. But special forces can easily go and win strongman competitions. The stuff I used to watch these guys do, just, just, we're just beyond belief, right? I used to watch these guys do minor little competitions right behind our barracks because there was like a little, there was like a little strip walk between our barracks, the back of our barracks and a friend of theirs. And they used to get out in front of their barracks on the social, and they used to do things that just that were just beyond belief. I used to watch these guys do it, right? And I'm like, man, these guys and these guys. I'm telling you, Mark Henry was all of these guys, right? That's how these guys were built. If you look at the world's strongest man competitions, that's how these special forces dudes were built. So again, I was watching these guys do things that would easily be included into the strongman world's strongest man competition. I'm not talking about like pulling five tons or anything like that, but definitely flipping the five ton tires end over end because a five ton tire weighs about four, weighs anywhere between four and 500 pounds easily because there's a tire and the rim and the rim is what really weighs. But these guys are just flipping end over end for about, oh, about a hundred yards. And I'm like, wow. When I started working out with these guys and they taught me a routine. One of the, one of the, one of the special dudes, one of the special forces dudes, I was in the gym. He was there. We were clanging and banging and he taught me a routine. And he says, this is what I do. And so I adapted that. And when I started doing it, I, I started becoming built like them. 
so I have a really, I have a well-developed core, and I have a broad chest, and my arms just kind of, since I left the Army, my arms kind of shrank down a little bit, of course. And again, a lot of injuries and things like that. Um, hopefully I'll be able to get back into the gym soon because Dr. Kim is a phenomenal surgeon and he brought me back. He, because of him, I haven't been this, I haven't felt this good in a long, 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 long time. I would easily say since about 2006, 2007 timeframe, I haven't felt this good, right? So I'm eager to get back into the gym and get back to my routine, clanging and banging in the gym. When I clang and bang in the gym, I always pay special attention to my core. And when you have a really well-developed core, then you don't have that, that, that flat, slim waistline with the flat abs. You don't. Your core barrels out, and you become built like a strongman, like the other guy in my picture. That's how you become built. We call that dad bod. When you have that, when you have that, that pooched gut with the broad chest, big arms, big chest, big arms, and that pooch gut, that's a dad bod. And they call it a dad bod because most of the dads, after, you know, after they become dads and they do the whole parenting thing, instead of clinging and begging in the gym, you're running kids here, you're running kids there, you're doing errands for your wife, you're doing all kinds of stuff, right? So you don't have time to cling and bang in the gym. So, you know, you, you get a little bit of fluff. But the proper dad bod, and again, the proper dad bod doesn't have a whole lot of fluff. It's just you're you're chad with some extra, right? Proper dad bod, however, is just that just a chad bod with a stronger core, so that your so that your midsection pooches out because of the well developed muscles in well developed interior muscles. That makes a proper dad bod. Now, listening to Fresh and Fit, well, so I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Um, so that's so. What I did was I I went and I did my own thing, and I posted it on a Facebook, and I asked women what they want, and the results were kind of were kind of surprising, and it's something that whatever Fresh and Fit would, would want to see. But first, um. Man, and I forgot where I was going to... See, I, I started talking about dad bod so much, that I was, but I forgot where I was going to go with the butt first. Um, so, you know what? Forget about butt first. I may, if I have time, I'll address butt first or butt last and lastly. But let's get into dad versus Chad. Um, I found, and again, if you go to... If you go to the whatever podcast and you listen to them and you go to the fresh and fit podcast and you listen to them and they'll inevitably say, this is the, this is the, this is what women want because 80% of women are swiping on the 20% of men that have this kind of body. And that's the cat body. And you can kind of understand where that comes from. Fine. That's what this dating app statistics say. But the more I, the more I dig into it, right? <clears throat> the more I dig into it, I'm learning that the whole Chad thing is it's not chat per se, but because there are a lot of women that there are women that do like that. However, 
for the I didn't think I didn't think excuse me, I didn't think women were that linear. I'm sorry. I just don't think women are monolith like that. That's it was this that's how that was always my belief coming going in. Excuse me. Cool. Cholera is coming back. Um I didn't think that that was the, I didn't think that that was the thing coming in with women. I didn't think women were a monolith like that. Why? Because as you talk to different women, you find out different women like different things. So again, that's kind of like, you know, politically when they say, well, you know, all black people need to be Democrats. Well, not really because different black people have different thoughts about different things. So to expect all, to expect all of them to vote one way, even though a lot of them do. <laughs> But if to expect all of them to vote one way, yeah, it's fine. It's not very smart, right? It's not very right. Five beta cap, but it is what it is. I kind of feel the same way about women. I don't think all women are monolith like that. I don't think that just because eighty percent of women swipe right on men that have the same body type, I don't think that applies to women as a whole. And the reason why I say that is because I, years ago, there was this poll, and it was a political poll, right before Donald Trump was elected. And they were saying that based on these polls, Hillary Clinton looks like she was going to win. And the problem with the poll that I, problem with the polls that I, were, that I was reading was the sample size. It was the sample sizes. And I put it out on one of my older, older, older Facebook public pages. And I will put it out and I said, I don't trust this. And the reason why I don't trust this is because the sample sizes are small. They would only sample 800-something people, 700-some people, and then say that across the nation, this is what this is. And I said, no. I, can, I, just, can't, I just can't trust this. The, the sample size is way too small. If they had if they had sampled ten thousand, twelve thousand, fifty thousand, okay, that's kind of then the poll results would be a little more believable. A hundred thousand, it'll be very believable because now we're talking about an accurate cross section of three hundred thirty something million people. That I would get, but to sample eight hundred something people and then spit out a poll result as if it it applies to three hundred million. You just can't do it. It's just not reliable. This is why they have things like confounding variables, because a confounding variable would be a small sample size. Okay? Let's get that out the way. Now where I think people like Fresh and Fit and whatever podcasts, um where I see they go wrong is they take those women that are on Tinder, which is in no way representative of women as a whole. You got to remember, young women, they're, Tinder's majority young women. The majority of Tinder's young women, not the majority of the country, right? The majority of the country does not look like, is not representative of the sample on Tinder. So that's number one. Number two, there's not enough women on Tinder to get an accurate representation of the needs and wants of women as a whole. Why? Because women, there are so many more women out in this country and on this planet than Tinder would ever represent. Tinder would have an upper, 
um, an accurate cross-reference, or however, however that's said, an accurate representative, accurate representation. I think I want to say that. So to say that just because these women on Tinder, these women on Bumble, these women on Tinder, whatever it is, they're swiping on this man, these men that have these similar body features, and then say, and then take that and say, well, women as a whole want this. I don't, I can't buy that because it's not a representative sample. So what I did was I went and I went and I, and I asked some people. And when I asked people, I did it on Facebook. And here's what I did. So I put up a Facebook post not too long ago, a few days ago. Oh, no, it was yesterday. Uh, see there? Jesse, one day. Anyway, it was yesterday. And I said, okay, women, time to chime in, chime in for this Tuesday show. Dad bods or fit bods and why? And the results, if you were to listen to, if you were to take whatever podcast and Fresh and Fit, if you were to take that as being an accurate thing or being gospel, then the results of this would absolutely shock you. But because me, I, I want to take it with a grain of salt. I wouldn't say it was, I wouldn't say it was shocking. I wouldn't say it wasn't shocking. I would just say that I learned a lot from it. And here's the thing. Okay. Um, so one, so one listener who responded said, just be healthy. It was the first one. Well, yeah, just be healthy. That's one listener. Another listener. Honestly, I can, honestly, I couldn't care less. I just want someone kind, considerate, and emotionally available with interest, with mutual interest. And that's fine. But I asked her, I came back and I asked her, if you had to choose which one, which one would you choose? And um, she said, meh. She responded to me. I, she said, meh, I suppose a dad bod, mainly because I'm a cuddle fan. Uh, let's see. This one responded to the last one. Uh, this listener said... That is a unicorn status. That's one percent of male population. They, they attract ninety percent of the hot women, so they become Machiavellian, and that that led to a whole other discussion about narcissism, narcissism, and things like that, which I'll probably talk to talk about in a later show. Let's see. This listener said, "If I had to choose a healthy, if I had to choose a healthy dad bud, this listener who I know well, we and her, we and her go way back." Um, dad bod, so I look good with, so I look good with mom bod. And I came back and I said, I personally love mom bods. I do. I think mom bods are sexy AF, but that's just me. And this, this particular listener here has a hot mom bod. She does. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna get off that because you no, know, I have a girlfriend. Uh, let's see. This listener says, I've seen a lot of fit dad bods. I go with fit. And then somebody came behind her and said, definitely. Um, same listener. Yeah, the same listener says, just so as they care about their health and appearance. Uh, this listener said, they lie and say, they lie and say dad bods, but we'll choose fit bods. It's no mystery. And you know what? It's a trip because in my experience, I found that a lot of the younger women and who would say dad bods, they prefer dad bods for something long term, but if it feels if it feels for a one night stand, a fit bod would be the way to would be the way to go. So that's but that's just my experience. Um, let's see. 
This one came back on him. Let's see. Never. In fact, fit guys turn me off. We have our preferences. Don't hate. Uh, and then let's see. That sparked a whole other conversation about statistics, other statistics and things like that. Um, let's see. This one, let's see, I'll never pretend I'll choose someone out of shape. And again, this 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 particular listener here is actually active in um in Hollywood behind the scenes and things like that. So she keeps herself in shape and she says she'll never even pretend she'll choose someone out of shape, which you know, it's par for the course. That's that's re- it's respectable. You know, if you're in shape and you expect somebody else to be in shape, that's fine. You know, as long as you're not like you're not a 300 pound land whale. And that's the next thing I I kind of should have referenced referenced this with because I had to come back on somebody and I said to say, look, I'm talking about a dad bod, not a living land whale, because a lot of people when they think about dad bod, right? They think they take dad bod and they think. 300-pound land whale, and that's not, you know, they're thinking about a case for Dr. Nazardi. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about he was, he's fit, he's strong as hell, he can lift a refrigerator and put it on top of a semi-truck without help. He's winning, he can enter strongman company. This is what I mean by dad bod, just a well-developed core that doesn't produce, that doesn't produce the slim and trim Boxer looking. He is more. He's more power lifter. Again, think Mark Henry. Don't think Randy Orton. Right. That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about dad bod. So again, a lot of people take dad bod to mean 300 pound man will. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is somebody with a really well developed and strong core that has that barrel look. You know, they have these big, big arms, big shoulders, and that barrel look. That's what I'm talking about. Dad bod. Right. There's some they're they're midsection pooches through their shirt. They're not like they don't look like foot well, yeah. They're the offensive linemen. They're not <laughs> they're the offensive linemen, they're not the wide receiver. Just let's put it that way, all right? Or they're not the kicker. Um let's see, this one says dad bought all day. I don't know why. I've always been more attracted to bigger dudes. Um and then this one came back behind her and said yes. This listener says, I like my husband's bod because no matter the shape, he's all mine. We've been together since November 2nd, 1970. Bit of an older listener, but that's respectable nonetheless because 87, 89, 10, almost 50, well over 50 years. Um, Let's see. Fit. And I've never settled down. Oh, because I made a comment that people were ready to settle down with choose a mad bod. A dad bod, people are still doing a club scene when she was a fit bod. But this listener came back behind that and said she she wants a fit bod, and she's been settled down for almost 30 years. Well, that's respectable, too. Let's see. This listener said, I got a fit dad bod. This listener says, eh, neither matter to me. Y'all, y'all all about the personality. Um, so when I, but I, when I asked her if she had to choose, which, but she didn't she didn't answer. But she she's all about the personality. I get that. This one says, I'm a sucker for both, honestly. Dad bods and gray hair are hot, but I guess fit-wise, I love a man's arms. So there's that. Um, this listener says, fit for sure. They don't uh, they don't take care of themselves. They won't take care of you, right? And again, this one I had to come back and say, well, I'm not talking about land whales per se, but, you know, it's, it's just strong. But 
the overwhelming the overwhelming feeling I get is that they men they just want you to take care of take care of yourself. So you know, go in the gym and bang and bang it out. You know what I mean? Don't just sit there eating. Don't just sit there playing video games and eating Cheetos all day. Don't do that. Get out. Get out there. Run a little bit. Do your push ups. Do your sit ups. If you can't afford the gym, go to the gym, clang and bang a little bit. Just make sure you're just make sure you're strengthening yourself. Now, if you're injured or something like that, you're on bed rest. I can understand that because there's not much you can do. But if you're perfectly capable of it, you should get out there and you should get out there and do it. You don't have to again, you don't have to have that that whole bad bud thing going on. But um just as long as you're healthy is what I see a lot of women like even off of Facebook when when I hear women talk about it, I just hear women talk about the fact that they're healthy, not that they're necessarily not that, like not that they're necessarily chattish. It's just they want you to be healthy. So again, get out there, start eating healthier. Go take a walk for a little bit. You know, I walk my dog. I walk my dog just because I've had the surgery and there wasn't too much that I can do. I'm, again, I can't wait to just get back and clang and bang in the gym like I used to. But I walk my dog like three to four times a day. You know, it, it gets me out. 15, 20 minute walk. We come back and, you know, that and that's pretty much it. I go out and I catch my Pokemon. We watch the dog. Let me unwalk the dog. We come back and, you know, I, I continue my R&R. And then when the doctor gives me the clearance, then I can go, you know, then I can go in and do the thing in the gym. Women, I mean, women, men, women, this is what women say. This is what women, the overwhelming majority of the women that I've come across personally, this is what they want. So when, so when people like Myron and I think the dude's name is Brian from whatever podcast. So when they come behind and or any of their acolytes and they come behind and say, you have to have, you have to look like this. You have to have these six pack abs. You have to have this and then dismiss a whole sector of male humanity that aren't like that, but they're still strong as hell. Like I say, they can pick up a damn refrigerator and put it on top of a semi truck without help. Chad can't do that. I'm sorry. He just can't. He do, he doesn't have the core strength to to pick up anything heavier than probably a large dog. But for the men that can do that, that have that that pooched um that well developed core with that pooched midsection. If you listen to Fresh and Fit and whatever, you wouldn't think you wouldn't think you had a chance with that. But you do. You absolutely do. And as a matter of fact, women that those kind of there are some women that are like legit turned on by that because they understand that there are just certain things that you can do as far as providing and protecting that Chad can't. Um, If she if that if that dishwasher needs to be moved, guess who can move it? You know, if that refrigerator needs to be moved, guess who can move it? If the piano needs to be, if you need to move the piano from one one end of the room to the other end, just because we're redecorating, or you need to pull, you need to pull and push that couch, then guess what? Chad is asking for help. Chad is asking for help from his girlfriend because he doesn't have the well-developed core to be able to do it. Whereas dad can, because his core is, his core is very strong. So this is why. 
I never wanted to, I never wanted when I was, when I was doing the thing for special forces, I didn't want to have the smaller midsection with it. No, I wanted a well-developed core. Why? Because in the army, you have to be strong and you have to move things around, heavy things, especially when you're a medic, because when you're a medic, you have, you, you just work with heavy equipment. If you're in a field hospital, you have all this temper you have to move around and that's very heavy. The A-frame you have to move around, that's very heavy. All the equipment that goes into those, that goes into the wards that you have to move around, that's very heavy. So again, it was just, it was, it was just fun to be able to just pick some of these stuff, some of these things up by myself and take them to where they wanted and then watching everybody else like struggle trying to do it in two and three, two and three man teams. I don't know why that was kind of oddly satisfying for me, but it was. So I would just pick up whole, I would just pick up whole things by myself and just carry them. And people are like, how in the world? And I'm like, because I spent more time on my core than, than on, I, I would, I would develop my arms. I develop my shoulders, my chest and all of that. But I spend an inordinate, like I would be in the gym for like two hours and I would spend an inordinate amount of time on my core. Yeah. I'd build up other things like my arms and my shoulders and my chest and my legs my legs are a big one, um, but I spent a lot of I spent a lot of time, an inordinate amount of time on my core because I wanted to be able to do. I wanted to be able to just be really, really strong. I wanted to be stronger than than any of my any of my mates. So that was me. And when I, you know, and then when I was, you know, when we were working, I, there would just be things that I could do by myself that other people couldn't and truth be told and i'm not going to go around tooting my own horn or anything like that this is not what i this is not what i do self-praise stinks but um truth be told there were there were quite a few of the female soldiers that would see me do that and you know it made them look at me a second and a third time i'm just saying i, I again when i told you i was tyrone in the military that's how it was because there were, there were women that were just like, oh my God. And just women love strong guys. All right. And if you can outstrong Chad, you'll probably take Chad's women from him. I'm just saying. So if, um, so if you do that work and develop your core and you, and you become like that strong man, you don't have to be, you don't have to be Chad. Hell, you don't even have to be strong man. You just have to be able to, they move and carry things more than Chad does. Because again, and I've been around the wrestling circuit. I've been around the wrestling circuit. And again, I've wrestled, I've wrestled both body types. And I found that uh, dad bods, the dad bod could slam me easier or suplex me easier or without as much help as the Chad bod wrestlers. So I'm just going to put that out there. Um, I'm not saying, I'm not saying the Chad Bod people are weak, not by any stretch of the imagination, because it takes, you know, it does, it does take a lot of strength to build those kind of muscles. I get it. But there's a limit to what they can do. Whereas strong man dad bod types can bust through those limits and set his own limits. Let's put it that way. He can, he can go further than Chad can as far as lifting things and moving things around. And I think that's, I think that's what drives a lot of women. I think 
Yeah, visually, it's visually, it's. I guess it's okay just because that's what's been that's what's been touted as the ideal of that chatbot. This through me different forms of media and things like that. Oh, I remember now, but I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that in a little bit. Um, I remember now what what I wanted to talk to talk about my butt first. But since Dad versus Chad is my butt first, this is good. That's how it is. Um. So dad bot, so dad bots don't fret. All right, don't don't listen to these guys. Well, you can, but when they talk about what kind of body type that women that women want, I'm telling you, if you have a strong core, a developed chest, developed arms, developed legs, just work on just work on the entire body, and you're not flabby per se i get it there's just a lot that goes into having a dad bod but if you look like you can wrestle down a moose and win then a lot of women would will gravitate to that and again if you take a if you're a genuine strong man or if you want even if you want to be strong man how would genuine even if you're a wannabe strong man and you and you found that you can like me i guess i've legit crunched like three three hundred three hundred fifty pounds so that's kind of a thing that's why i look the way i look sometimes but um if you have that and you take a shirtless picture You'll have just as many women gravitating to that than you have gravitating to the gravitating to the chatbot. Because again, women are not a monolith. They don't all like the same thing. But the general consensus, the overwhelming consensus actually, is if if the man is healthy and she doesn't have to worry about him managing, she doesn't have to worry about Helping him manage diabetes or high blood pressure, hypercholesterolemia, heart heart problems, things like that, because you've gained so much fat around your body that your your body is no longer useful. That's that's not what they want. But if you take care of yourself, if you're healthy, you don't have to be you don't have to be fit, bud. You don't have to be Chad, bud. You can legit be dad, bud. Just as long as your dad bod can move that couch from one from one side of the living room to the other without her help, then you're good. If you can move that refrigerator so you can get what what's behind it on your own without asking her for help, then you're good. If you can move that stove, you're good. If you can if you can move that washing machine to get behind it to fix it, you're good. All right. This is this I I feel like this is what when women assess men's physical prowess, these are the measurements. These are the standards that they measure it against, right? Can he move this? Can he move that? Can he move this? Can we move that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Chad bots are nice to look at, I guess, from a societal standpoint. And I guess it's good, but when you ask for help, if you need your car pushed, who's going to push the car further? Dad or dad? I'm just saying. So, again, dad bods don't fret. So, what I was going to talk about in my butt first was, and again, 
this is here's another part of another show where I talk about sexuality. So if 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 somebody's in the room that you don't want to hear this, then kindly usher them out. But or I'll just say listener discretion is advice. How's that? But I do want to talk about porn because I think that I don't want to say porn has gotten a bad rep because there's so many layers to porn that's it's it's an onion. There's just so many layers to it, right? But I feel like, and there you go, go with your feelings, but I feel like people pay an inordinate amount of attention to porn without the other counter, without paying attention to the counterpart, because the counterpart is something that plagues women. And I think because it plagues women, then it's willfully ignored. Whereas porn, it's, it's a thing with men. Women peruse porn too. Don't get me wrong. Y'all do. And if y'all say y'all don't, y'all do, or you, some of you need to. But, um, if, you know, there, there are just women out there who do, who, who are consumers of it. You know, a lot of women are actresses. Some women are consumers. And there's such thing as porn for women. There is. But I feel like it gets an inordinate uh, amount of attention. One thing I always, I constantly hear from women is why does he watch porn? And that's, it's the thing of angst with women. Women just don't want their boyfriends watching porn. And they wonder why, what about porn is, just, what is the appeal with porn, right? And I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, no, it's not that I don't get it. Let me, let me back up a little bit. What I don't get is women questioning it because again, there are just certain aspects of porn that I guess you can say are quasi educational. I mean, when I was a kid, there are just some things that I picked up from learning porn that I have in my repertoire to this day that I found out that a lot of women that, that, that does it for a lot of women. I mean, techniques with oral sex is one of them, right? I, I watch because I watch a lot of L porn that, you know, you just, you learn a lot of things from women. All right. Because one thing I heard growing up is women know what women like, women know what women like, blah, 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 blah. So when I found, when I learned about what women do that women like, and so that was, that was kind of a thing, but that notwithstanding, what I don't understand is, okay, you want to talk about porn. You want to talk about guys in porn. You want to talk about why with guys in porn. The reason I want to say is the reason goes along the lines of women and social media. Because here's the thing. Here's the, here's the similarity. All right. Because you're, you're probably wondering what the similarity of men and porn and women with social media. There's absolutely a similarity. And the similarity is this. With men, with a lot of men in porn, I'm not going to say most, I'm not going to say all, but I'm going to say with a lot of men in porn, a lot of men watch porn because it, I'm not going to say it appeals to them, but in porn, you see a lot of things that maybe you're not experiencing in your own sex life. Okay. And this is for a lot of men. This is why a lot of men do it. And a lot of men do it to see the women or, and that could, and that could play into it too. But I feel like a lot of men watch it because they see women do things that 
or they see things being done that just isn't really carried out in their own sex lives. So I think this is why a lot of men gravitate toward it because it's just something that not a lot of their girlfriends do for them, or it's not something that a lot of, um, a lot, a lot of their wives do for them. So they go, they go and they watch, and they watch the porn and they see not kind of not like what they're missing out on, but maybe they do wish their wives or their girlfriends would do some of the things that, and again, when they talk about the effects on porn's brain, I don't think it's so much about the effect of porn on men's brain or porn's brain. Why would I say something like that? But no, let me, let's walk that back. Let's delete that line. So it's not about the effect of porn on a man's brain. That's what I want to say. Not porn's brain. Because porn's brain just doesn't make sense. But it's not about the effect of porn on a man's brain. I think that, or that porn brings down a man's libido. I don't believe that at all. But I think it's because porn creates in certain other men or a certain subset, subset of men that do watch porn that do find it, that do find it quasi educational, if not appealing. That I think that it creates an expectation of them, or it creates an expectation of women in general, that they cast to their wives or their girlfriends, that they expect them to do these things. And again, this is where I got to talk, this is where I got to turn around and talk to women and say, look, ask yourself. And again, if you're going to talk to your man about his perusal of porn, I say do so with great trepidation um, because it is kind of a sensitive subject that women don't broach with the greatest of tact or, or, or being the most graceful creatures on earth. It's just not something they do. They usually, if they broach the subject of porn, they do it like a bull in a china shop, and that's not the way it's done. All right. So I'm in a little bit of trepidation, but if there is something that if it if porn habit is something you want to break them of, then my advice would be to create something that rivals it, right? Because how is it that how is it that we kick people off of opiates? Well, we have something called methadone that produces the same effect as the opiates, but is only fractionally fractionally as addictive. So we have something out there that kicks the addiction off a of methadone by duplicating it, but without the addictive qualities. It's gotta have that's how you have to approach the that's how you have to approach the the, the um the thing of porn. You have to create an alternative that is not porn. And if you have to do that, you have to do that. So you have to figure out what it is unless it's something like real weird like Horse food, I don't like you on headset. But um, if it's within reason, if it's within reason, then it may be something that you may want to look at what he's looking at, as long as it's within reason, ladies, it may be something that you may want to add into your sexual repertoire in order to give him that, in order to give him that experience. And if you're willing to give him, give it to him over and over and over again, or give him different things he's different things that he has been perusing in the porn world, again, within reason, then I don't see, I don't see why you shouldn't. I really don't. I don't see why you shouldn't adopt some of the things that, 
or some of the techniques that he's frequenting on these that he frequents on these porn sites because again i i honestly it's my honest it's my honest belief that he's looking for something that he wants or he wants to have happen and that's why that's why that's why a lot of that is now again within reason now the reason why i equated it to getting back to my original point the reason why i equated it to women and social media is because women do the same thing with social media that men do with porn Women look at social media and they compare it to their own lives, to the detriment of their relationships. Because what ha- what, ends- what ultimately ends up happening is women on the social media, especially in- things like Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, and Facebook too, and sometimes Twitter, but Twitter is more of a sounding board for your for your thoughts and views, whereas Instagram is more about lifestyle, showing off lifestyle. So Instagram is a particularly dangerous one. Right, which you can throw it to Snapchat and all these other ones too. I'm not sure which one other ones are out there, but um, Instagram's a particularly dangerous one, and the reason why is because there's a lot of women who show off fake lifestyles on Instagram. They just do it, and they do it for clout. And what ultimately ends up happening is other women see this, and they'll take this as truth, and they'll take it as dogma, and they'll say this woman is living this kind of life because of this person or this boyfriend. And then they'll look at their boyfriends and say, damn, when was the last time he flew me out to Dubai? Damn, when was the last time we flew to Miami? When was the last time we went clubbing in a limo? When was the last time we did this? When was the last time we did that? Do we ever do this? Do we ever do that? Do we live this kind of lifestyle? Do we live that kind of lifestyle? And then you become disenchanted as a woman because you become disenchanted as a woman because you feel like, true, because you feel like this person is doing this. You need to keep up with this because this person's doing this. And you see this person's doing that. And here you are with your boring little life, with your boring little boyfriend, oblivious to the fact that your boyfriend is already doing, or your husband is already doing everything he can to even keep you happy. So if you're not happy with him doing everything he can, and you still feel like you can upgrade, it says more about you than it does about him. I'm just saying, right? Women, just like you want men to check themselves. Now, again, you may turn around and say, well, why does your argument not make sense? Because you're you're on women about adopting some of the things that, you know, that the man finds important so that you'd improve your relationship. Well, wouldn't it be, wouldn't the same logic apply to the inverse, right? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it apply to men adopting some of those things to keep, uh, you know, to keep the relationship together. Well, you have to understand that you only have what you have to work with, right? So if you have the resources to go and do even a couple of those things, then yeah, you have the resources to do it. And then I, that's when I encourage you, okay, take a vacation every once in a while. You don't have to go, you don't have to go jet setting here, 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 and there. Like you see some of these people do, but you know, come down to him and ask him, hey, you know, I think it'll be a fun idea if we went to D.C. and saw and looked around. I think it'll be a fun idea if we went to, oh, I don't know, Hamburg. I heard funny, fun things about Hamburg. Can we plan a trip to Hamburg like next year or a couple of years? Within reason, right? Because this is what I always say, within reason. You're not going to look at the social media of different people and be like, you know what? 
I want my boyfriend to fly me here and here and here. We need to go five different places in five different five months in the same year. Five different months in the same year. Depending on your depending on your family earnings, that may not be feasible. That may not be within reason. That may be completely unreasonable, right? However, there's nothing wrong, and man, this is one's for you too. There's nothing wrong with taking as long as you have the resources to do it, there's nothing wrong with taking a vacation, going going somewhere, and just looking around and just being together and just seeing the sights together is because it's called creating memories, right? So, again, some of it is, you know, some a lot of it is not a lot. Well, yeah, I could, guess I could say a lot. A lot of it is legit. A lot of the feeling is legit that, you know, she may want to go here and there and just kind of live a piece of the lifestyle, if not the whole lifestyle, which is completely unreasonable. But a lot of times, you know, that's it's they want that. And there's nothing wrong with acquiescing to whichever there's nothing wrong with acquiescing to whichever requests are within reason. So, again, if you're if that's something that you pick up on that your girlfriend is or your girlfriend or your wife or whatever is feeling some kind of way because she's comparing her own life to whatever it is whatever social media influencer is she's following you know there's nothing there's nothing wrong with throwing her a bone every now and then and taking her somewhere taking the family somewhere and just being there as a family enjoying things right there's nothing wrong with that within reason however if you're doing that and she's still not satisfied then you have to reevaluate things just as like if you decide to acquiesce to some of the to some of the things to adopting some of the things that the man sees important and then he's still not satisfied it's time for you kind of time for you to reevaluate things but again go by the metrics that i laid out earlier you know or can you afford can you afford to get back out in the dating market at this stage in your life if you can't good if you can't then you got to reevaluate things just a little bit harder and find out if Find out another way that you can try to salvage a relationship. Because if it's a relationship we're salvaging, then it is. Now, if again, alcoholics, abusers, people are addicted to drugs, I get it. Some some things just can't be salvaged and you have to. But um Oh yeah, she knows five minutes. I'll, I'll give well no. Twenty minutes, right? That's my phone. Um and I'll call her back, but I'll do that when my show is over in 10 minutes. So, well, no, I can, it'd be about five. I'm almost wrapped up anyway. So let me just let that finish out. And then when I'm done with this, I'll go back. How about that? We'll do that. But yeah, that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to talk about first, because again, there's got to be some parity here. And if you can't, you have to look at one. If you look at one, you have to look at the other because we got to come together. We got to come together on these issues and you can't focus on one, one sex and one issue without focusing on the other sex and the other issue because it creates an imbalance. And if you want, a, if you want balance in the relationship, then you have to look at both issues and how acquiescence on certain things within reason benefits the relationship as a whole. That's what that's what I want to talk about to end but first. And that's my show on ABC. Catch me daily here, weekdays. Now here's the thing. Again, I think I said yesterday, and I'm going to say um 
again today that Thursday there won't be a show because I got to go back to Tukwila and I legit don't know how long I'm going to be there because what I'm going to do is going to be a little more involved. So I don't know how long I'm going to be there. So I'm just going to cancel Thursday's show and we'll come back on Friday and then Saturday. And I may re- record something for upload on Sunday. We'll see how it goes. But um, that's that. You can catch me on SoundCloud. This is going to go on SoundCloud. This is also going to go on Blog Talk Radio. SoundCloud, I'm jesse-r-1 or just look 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 up Jesse Ramsey on the ABC podcast, either or ABC podcast on Blog Talk Radio, ABC podcast on what's it called on SoundCloud. I'm also on Apple Music. So there's that. And I'm looking at publishing on another platform just to get kind of a well-rounded thing. Not sure which one yet. When I publish that, I'll let you know. I'm on social media. Again, Facebook's a big one that I use, but also I'm on Truth Social and Parlor too. But I don't really do much with Parler. I mostly do with True, True Social. I'm also on X. I don't really do much with that. But if you want to follow me there, whatever social media you find yourself, TikTok, Snapchat, Parler, um, MeWe, there too, um, just whatever. Wherever you find yourself, search at J Ramsey ABC. And if I'm there, I'll pop up. If not, then I'm not. If I don't pop up, I'm not on the web. I'm not on social media. So you can go ahead and give me a follow anywhere that may think that I am. I'm also on Locals. I think I'm J Ramsey ABC on Locals. I'm going to do, yeah, J Ramsey ABC.locals.com. That's me. I'm going to put that together. Not yet. Probably for 2024. So look for that. I'm here on Blog Talk Radio daily. I don't know what their trip is, but whatever it is, they better figure it out or else you're going to have a lot of people, including me, pulling their payments from Blog Talk Radio. So, hey, BTR, if you don't want this plane to crash, I suggest you get those engines up and running. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, thanks for listening. Come back tomorrow and we'll do it again. Um Oh, I forgot. You know what? I'm just, I think I'm just going to, oh no, it's Wednesday, isn't it? Yes. Wednesday, because Wednesday I usually do the article reading thing. So that's what it's going to be tomorrow. I'm going to read some articles, probably some, uh, some more letters, letters to the advice columns and rip those apart. And so that's what I'm going to do there. So catch me here tomorrow and then every day, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. and the Saturdays from 4 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio, and then I upload it. I always upload it to my Facebook page, so look at the ABC Podcast on Facebook and follow that page because I put out some good stuff there. But that's it. I'm out. I'm ABC. I'm done. I'll see you later. We'll make the dating world a better place. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.